On today's show, we're going to dive into some hard-hitting WNBA questions, such as a debate on top WNBA guards, and our first edition of the Prospect Series, where Joshua will take you to the latest regarding WNBA youngsters overseas. Locked on Women's Basketball starts now. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. My name is Hunter Cruz. I'm the new Saturday host covering the WNBA draft and college basketball at large. Thanks for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Women's Basketball is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered with more props and odds than ever before. Um, and Bet Online, where the game starts. I'm joined by my co-host Joshua. Joshua is a women's basketball content creator and can find it at ENFP underscore hoops on Twitter. If you enjoy European basketball, Abbott Elementary Band, anything in between, this is your guy. Okay, Joshua, let's get into our first question. We're going to have a quick... It. A quick would you rather WNBA edition. So our first question, which guard initiator would you rather build your team around for the now and future? Kelsey Plum, Sabrina Unescu, Kelsey Mitchell, or Jewel Lloyd? Give me your pitch. So for me, uh, I'm picking Jewel Lloyd. Uh, I think she's going to have a major opportunity this next season uh, to really expand her game and be like the vocal point of that franchise with Sue Bird obviously retiring and then potentially uh, Stewie exploring free agency or potentially staying overseas. So I, I feel like this is going to be her team. She's going to attract free agents and everything, and I think she's going to reach another level. Uh, she's scored 15-plus points in uh, six of the last seven seasons, three-plus assists in six of the last seven seasons. I just think there's another level to her game where she can be considered one of the best uh, guards in this league uh, if she's given the opportunity. Yeah. So I went with Sabrina. Sabrina. Um, the main intrigue with her has been her pace-based creation, her deep shooting ability. There was, there was some concerns coming to the league about her athleticism, but she's kind of proved those wrong as well. Excellent size for her. For a combo guard, she can play both positions. Good passer. Um, what What do you think separates Jewel Lloyd from Sabrina or someone like Kelsey Plum? What do you think separates her from them? I, I honestly think uh, they're two separate games and everything as far as what they try to do and everything. Like, I don't know. I think Jewel is more like a, a sniper and everything, like someone that you can depend on, like to, to put on points and someone you can – um, rely on to be clutch and everything in situations that you need her and everything. If your team's cold, knocking down shots when you to get back into the game and everything. I, I feel like uh, Plum and Sabrina, like that they can knock down their shots, but they're more uh, playmakers and everything, like people that just try set the pace for the offense and everything. So, yeah, it's like both solid players and everything, but I, I think different avenues as far as uh, comparing them and everything. I don't know if you feel the same way. So, so side note, you don't think Kelsey, I mean, Chelsea Gray sets the tone for Las Vegas? When it, yeah, so, but we're not talking about Chelsea Gray. I'd say Chelsea Gray is no, closer. I, <laughs> I'm yeah. just messing. But I, I think Chelsea Gray and Jewel Lloyd are closer to each other than Kelsey Plum and Sabrina, Ion, Sabrina Ionescu. I think uh, 
what they bring to their teams are are separate from each other and everything, if that makes sense. I gotcha. All right, let's move on to our next question. Which defensive anchor would you rather build your team around for the now and future? Ezzie Magbagor, Shakira Austin, Bree Turner, or Queen Egbo? So I'll go first with my pick. It's Ezzie Magbagor. Um, it's kind of a toss-up between her and Shakira, both scheme-versatile bigs that can play at the level of the screen. They're also really good as a weak side rim protector as well. Um, very mobile, very young as well. So I know these are the two players. Which one, which of these two did you pick? Um, I picked Shakira Austin. I, I love uh, your pick as well and everything. Like I, I was a little disappointed um, in her lack of minutes after Tina Charles was signed and everything, but that's another topic for another day. Uh, but I went with uh, Shakira Austin. I just love the potential she has. Uh, looking at her film from Old Miss, like I was really excited to what she was going to be bringing to the W and I feel like she exceeded those expectations and everything. Uh, 8.7 points, 6.4 rebounds, nearly an assist, steal, and block per game. Like just some that someone that contributes in every facet and uh, someone that's going to improve in year two and it's going to be scary for this league and everything, what she's able to accomplish and everything. Really excited for her future. So let's move on to our next question. Which lottery team would you rather bet on to make the playoffs next season? Atlanta, Minnesota, Los Angeles or Indiana? I'll throw this to you, Joshua. So if I go with Atlanta, I feel like everyone's expecting me to do that. I'm going to do a different direction. Like, I, I obviously think Atlanta's going to be a playoff contender. Uh, but I think people are being too hard on the Indiana Fever and what they're building and everything, the direction they're going and everything. I know um, they're going through a new head coaching change and everything. Uh, but I really like the core of what they're bringing, especially their front court. Uh, Melissa Smith, Queen Egbo, and then Emily Inksler might be one of the most underrated players uh, that was drafted in the first round and everything. I really like her game and the passion she plays with. And add in, they're going to have two more first round picks, including a lottery pick. Uh, there's a room to girl from there and everything from what they had last season. Destiny Henderson as well, really solid at the, the point guard uh, position and potential there as well. I, I think uh, if they play their cards right, like they haven't in previous seasons, but if they somehow get their act together and everything and continue what they build off from last season, uh, I think they could be going in a, a better direction and everything. I, I think uh, people are being too hard of them in the, the WNBA community and everything, and there's potential there. So I went with Atlanta. Very young team, but they're going to continue to improve. A lot of their players are under contract heading into this next season. Um, Ryan Howard at the forefront. They also have Ari McDonald, who was a sophomore, kind of broke out this past season. There's also the looming free agency, whatever you want to call it, with um, Mike Caldwell. Um, Nas Hillman, she has to kind of continue to develop as a jump shooter to kind of get more minutes as a starter. Very interesting young core, what they they're building there. And of course, the lottery pick as well. They're probably the most Definitely. likely choice just based on probability because – with Minnesota, a lot of questions up there with who's actually going to take a step without Sylvia Fowles. Los Angeles is a mess. Um, and then Indiana is super young. Um, yeah. So let's move on to our next question. Which playoff team would you rather bet on to drop out of the playoffs next season? New York, Seattle, or Dallas? I'll, go, I'll, I'll send this to you first. Yeah, it, it's hard between any of those three teams and everything. Like New York, 
I, I feel like is the most likely to stay in the playoffs and everything, just with the key pieces they have there and everything uh, with Sabrina, with Sabrina, with Laney, uh, with young players like Han and everything. Like, I, I feel like they're building something really special and um, Stewie meeting with them last off season is really promising too. I, I don't see a way this team doesn't make the playoffs. Uh, the storm, obviously it, it's going to be a, a different roster, uh, but I just feel like a, a lot of people like Coach Noel, and they they have um, Jewel Lloyd as the the cornerstone there and everything. I just feel like people are going to flock to that franchise. Um, yeah, the Dallas Wings, like they they've just been so frustrating with how they build their roster. They they have the talent, but they don't take that next step. And now there's multiple players, including uh, Alicia Gray, who won out again, another star player that wants out of Dallas and. Uh, yeah, I, I would say they're the most likely if they're not able to get good pieces back for Alicia, uh, they're not going to potentially be back in the playoffs next season. Yeah, based on, like like we said with Atlanta, likelihood, they have a lot of um, stuff to figure out this offseason. Their head coaching spot, Alicia Gray was a borderline all-star this past season. Um, so it's, it's kind of hard to pencil them in, and they were already a surprise last year somewhat, where they just kind of rose to that fifth spot instead of Staying more in the 7-8 spot as we were expected. So coming up shortly, we'll catch up on Ryan Howard and Jasmine, Jasmine Dickey's recent start in Italy, as well as a mention of an undrafted ACC guard that should be on WNBA radars very soon. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting this season. Find all of your latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth articles, analysis on every team you can find. The fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back. Thanks, thanks again for making Lots of Wins Basketball your first in every day. Um, make sure you check out the Ultimate Pro Basketball preview starting October 10th. A six-episode extravaganza to get, your, to get you ready for the NBA season. Local team experts and NBA insiders of Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey all combined into one Ultimate NBA Preview. Starting on October 10th, search for your Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's now dive into J Ryan Howard and Jasmine Dickey's opening start in Liga Series A. The WNBA's reigning Rookie of the Year winner recorded 12 points, 4 assists, and 4 rebounds on subpar shooting. And Skiho, how do you how do you pronounce their team name? Shio. Shio. And Shio's recent blowout victory over uh, GGLA, which is just an acronym for what their team name is. On the other hand, Dallas's third-round pick Jasmine Dickey was locked and loaded in her second game with basket Team Karima, posting 22 points on an array of tough shots in typical Jasmine Dickey fashion. I'll turn to you first, Joshua, to discuss what you've seen from Howard and Dickey uh, respectfully in Italy so far. Yeah, um, what's really fun is that those two teams will play each other on Sunday, so... Uh, should be an impactful matchup. Uh, Shio is a, a top team. Like, uh, I believe they won the, the league last season and everything. Like, they're loaded with players like Amanda Azawi B, uh, a student new to her fall, and uh, Marine Mabry will be joining them later as well and everything. So, that they're just a completely loaded team and a team that's expected to win the championship. Uh, Dickie's team, like, she's more able to take on the minutes that she didn't get with the Wings. And um, in her first game, uh, she really struggled from the floor. Um, she went 3 of 18. 
Um, but the biggest thing for me, and I'll go over this uh, all the way until the draft for this podcast and everything, is I, I, I'm really intrigued with prospects that are able to step up in other areas. If their shot's not falling and everything, they're still able to make a positive impact for our teams. And uh, in that game where um, she was struggling, uh, she was still able to nab six rebounds, uh, get two assists, and four steals. And in the next game when her shot was falling and she got the uh, 21 points, like you mentioned, she got four steals again and everything. Like she continues to contribute in multiple facets and everything to um, impact the team. And that's why Ryan Howard was a no-brainer lottery pick to me and everything. And it was still on display uh, in this game and everything. And I, I want to hear your thoughts at the end of the Dreams regular season and everything, but I, I just want... Uh, Ryan not depending on the three ball as much. Uh, she took 10 three-point attempts in this game. Uh, but uh, the last seven games of the season for the Dream, uh, she was first in free throw attempts in the WNBA. Uh, so I, I want to see her driving to the basket, and that opens up the rest of her game and everything. Uh, what do you think about that as far as growing her game and everything, what she should be working on overseas? So Ryan Howard's uh, rookie season was a tale of two sides. She was obviously an all-star this this season. But first half of the season, she was more efficient, not getting to the line as much. Second half of the season, she was less efficient, really struggling to get consistent buckets. She had a couple, like, um, duds in there. But then, like like you mentioned, she kept continued to get to the line towards the end of that season, this past season. Um, so I don't know if we're going to see as many opportunities because – where she's at, they don't have a bunch of rim protectors she's going against and like elite defenders. So it's not going to be an amazing sample to kind of judge whether she's improving as a finisher and as a rim pressure. Just continue to get to the to the rim is what she needs to continue to do to um just advance avenues of her, of her game because she can obviously is a really good shooter, a lot of versatility as a movement shooter. So. I'm interested to see how she plays once we get more into Euro Euro League ball. Oh, definitely. That's where things yeah. will definitely pick mm -hmm. up and everything, yeah. After the break, I'll, I'll give Joshua the floor to talk about an under-the-radar player that caught his eyes. But first, check this out. Okay, Joshua, tell me about this mystery player. She happened to be playing... Uh, in the two teams that I was watching in Shield, where uh, Ryan Howard's playing, and uh, uh, Bologna, where uh, Cheyenne Parker's playing and everything. And Delisha Washington, uh, out of Clemson, uh, just really stepped up against teams that uh, the odds were stacked against her and everything. And even when teams were focusing on her, she was still able to contribute. Uh, yeah, just was really impressed. Uh, she earned a combined 33 points. 16 rebounds, six assists, and three steals in two games. So um, I, I'm sure those stats will go even further up uh, when she's not playing such elite teams and everything. So that's someone to really watch out for. And just again, put some, uh, another emphasis on how much talent we're missing in the W and everything by not having expanded rosters and more teams in this league and everything. I, I really think there's more talent here than uh, – People know and everything, like Maya Caldwell not being able to be on a roster and uh, how long it took us to get Rebecca Gardner in the league. Uh, th there's just so much talent here. And if you have a chance to watch um, overseas hoops, I, I strongly recommend you, you'll see some names that you're not able to see in the W. So when you mentioned um, Delisha's name to me yesterday, a couple of days ago, actually, 
the first thing I did, I, was, I went to her hoop stats, like always, kind of checked out her stat profile um, from college, of course. So a couple of things I noticed was her, she wasn't super reliable as a long-range shooter. The efficiency was kind of wary there. Her assist-to-turnover ratio was like pretty much one-to-one. -one. So not just this comfortable ball handler um, decision-making-wise. But one thing I did notice was she had a 3.2% st steal rate, which can kind of be a good indicator for athleticism, event creation, and just being able to be everywhere on defense. So then I was like, okay, let me check out some... I didn't. I didn't watch any full game film or anything, cause yeah. Um, I just I, I looked at the, just looked at some highlights and just trying to see what can I depict from like these couple clips. So one thing I did notice that kind of relates to her steal rate was she's extremely athletic at getting downhill. Um, I, I overheard the commentators saying like, um, it's like one of the best forms of offense. Get get the ball into Alicia Washington's hands, getting downhill, super crafty. Um. Saw a couple finishes with both hands. She went, like, one possession, she went with her left, right back to her right in transition. Um, mm -hmm. As I mentioned with the jump shot, it's a bit inconsistent. And one thing I noticed with her jump shot is, like, it's her valgus and her knees. Whenever she shoots, her two knees go together. Like, they, they, they turn inwards, which can kind of, like, limit where hmm. her misses are happening. Because she'll have some shots where they're short than others where they're long. So... That's just one thing I noticed with her jump shot, but the mechanics are all right. I think it's kind of clearing up some stuff. But I'm I'm, I'm interested to see continue you um, you tweeting about her and um, talking to me about her game and seeing where it develops. Um, but more time overseas because I think after the Re Rebecca Gardner um, situation, we're gonna see more coaches looking overseas and trying to find diamond in the roughs. Yeah, because Coach Wade got multiple diamonds in the roughs and everything. Uh, Julie Alleman, too, uh, played really well for the Fever and everything and then came back to play with the Sky. So there's just so much potential there and everything. And, yeah, um, I'm, I'm hoping there's a change soon to be able to see more of these players in the W. But until then, uh, strongly recommend tuning in and everything. Uh, the Euro Cup games you mentioned, it doesn't require, like, a paid subscription or anything. Um, those are played on YouTube when those uh, FIBA League play league games are playing and everything. So something um, viewers may want to take a look at and everything to see some of the top teams in Europe face against each other. 100%. Thanks for making Locked Women's Basketball your first listen every day. In a few weeks, you can join the crew for a further dive into more 2023 WNBA draft prospects as we gear up for the college season. Next week, we'll be joined by Ohio State guard and 2023 WNBA draft prospect J.C. Sheldon for an exclusive interview That'll be exciting and something you guys will need to watch. But now, make your second listen locked on fantasy basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the, on the planet. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.